Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Tag Podcast. Yo, hello. Coming to your face from outer space. Well, actually, we will be this week because we're talking about Doctor Who. We are talking about Doctor Who. No, 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 we're not allowed to play any more of the song or we'll get charged <laughs> royalties and eight seconds, that's it. Okay, well, well, you you did a bit, and I did a bit. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's, fine. that's, it's that's fine. But, but I'm just what you can do the same bit as I did. I think is that what is that how it uh, works? Oh, I see. Is that is that? I I don't know. I don't know. I I just tend to plagiarize things without thinking of the consequences. Yeah, well, you know. Come it's... get me, Moffat. <laughs> uh, I think it's... I could take him. I don't know. He, he's Scottish, and now the Doctor's Scottish. I'm just saying, there's, there's, they're starting to form. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's all these. So, oh, well. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. We can only start with uh, the most recent episode. Um, I feel anyway, which was um, Listen, uh, starring Peter Capaldi. And it was well. What what did you think of it? I know that sigh. It was good. Sigh, it was good. But it was good. It just after the week before's episode, um, I yeah. was really pleased with the Robin Hood episode. Not necessarily. Really? Not necessarily the episode itself. I did enjoy the episode. I did. It was. It was a nice bit of fun. But I was after that episode. I thought, good. This Doctor isn't sort of a one-trick pony. He's not a one, mm-hmm. a one, a one, a one-note a one Doctor. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, that was good, fun, Doctorish, and now it feels sort of like, oh, we're we're back to Peter Capaldi brooding about things. No, no. <laughs> Oh, although no, uh, so that's shenanigans. That's, I call oh, shenanigans. <laughs> although there, no, that's wrong because he was he wasn't brooding about something. Although I guess spoilers. Um, I guess in oh, the yeah, end, it's sort way, of yeah. <laughs> this is your spoiler warning right now, buddy. <laughs> there are going spoilers. Um, um, I guess sort of in the end, it did turn out he was brooding. <laughs> but um, I can see that. I I see, I like a dark brooding doctor. See, um, no, 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 don't, I, don't, I, I, I love a fun doctor as well, but I definitely didn't enjoy the the robot of Sherwood episode at all. I thought it was really, really cheesy. Like just like so I think it started for me when the doctor pulled out a spoon. Oh yes. I just I don't know what I, what I, I, Matt Smith was quirky and would have done something like that, but he wouldn't have used the spoon to actually fight. And when he pulled out the spoon, I was thinking, Haha, he's going to do something really clever now, and it's going to be really funny. And he didn't. He just fought with the spoon, which, I'm sorry, like, when, you, when you've when got a sword against a spoon, I know what's going to win. Now, it, it, you know what? It just felt like it was one of the episodes um, aimed at the kids. And I've said this to a couple of people already. That episode of, of Doctor Who, that, that robot of Sherwood, 
would have been so good if right at the end, because he'd, da- you know, he'd hurt his arm towards the end, hadn't he? And so he couldn't fire the bow, so they all had to do it together. It would have been so good if he looked down at his arm and his arm was robotic, and then it's like, oh, they're all really stupidly, ridiculously, stereotypically traditional Robin Hood, Disney-fied versions of themselves because they're programmed to be that way because they're robots. But, you know... That. No, see, I, I like that too. My my argument here is um, that I I like to I like to see Capaldi in a light in a, in a lighter hearted episode, a bit cheesy, a bit camp, mm. um, and all that because um, you know a, a light hearted fun doctor like Matt Smith can have a serious episode. Why can't a serious doctor have that light hearted? I don't think that he can't have a light hearted episode. I just didn't like the episode. It wasn't the Doctor I didn't particularly like. I liked him having fun. And to be fair, the banter when they were sitting down in the prison and they were just at each other, that was, re- yeah. that was really funny. That was fun. But it was the actual character of Robin Hood. Stephen Moffat's gone out of his way to sort of sort of revamp Doctor Who since Russell T. Davis left, which had quite a lot of these types of episodes in. And from Russell T. Davis... I would have expected it. I'd have been fine with it. But it's the fact that Moffat's kind of gone back to that sort of formula of sort of a very very sort of childish look at it when he's the one that's been sort of like making it a bit more mature for everyone. Well, see, again, I like that. I like that it's not to one track. I like that it can it can do the the silly and the fun of the camp, and oh, I, li- I, I, I like the whole, the whole reveal at the end of the episode as sort of, oh no, Robin Hood is real. All the robot, all the robots were the were the um, what setting, setting off the danger in the TARDIS and whatever. But no, Robin Hood was actually real. Humbug. Which isn't which is nice. <laughs> I know. Oh, quiet, quiet, Doctor. So, <laughs> so some some things can be fun and nice. No, I liked. I liked the last episode for two yes, reasons. It, it, One, it was fucking scary. I have not watched an episode of Doctor Who and thought, ooh, that's a bit, ooh, don't like that. And then when that fucking, and it, you know, the thing, whatever it was under the cover that, you know, probably now turned out to just be another kid from the, the child's home. You know, but when that was happening, I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, oh fuck, shit. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> and I got goosebumps right at the end when Clara did that little speech and you saw that, you know, it was it was the barn that was featured in um, the, the Day of the Doctor, um, which, by the way, we'll get onto in a bit because that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a very good day. I, yeah. I admit, I, I really enjoyed the end, the, the sort of... Oh, twist. Guess what? It's the Doctor. Mm. Um, uh, However, yeah. However, I did feel that they kind of thought they they were writing it and then they got to the ending and they went, oh shit, balls, we've only got two minutes to wrap it up. Quick, quick, quick. Um, (laughs) They didn't really sort of give a, a, a sort of finite explanation as to what wrote the word listen in the TARDIS. Now, obviously, it was the Doctor, and it's alluded to that when Clara sees it and goes, it looks like your handwriting. Yeah. But 
why did the doctor forget it in the first place? What made him like just yeah, you know. Just... Well, that's the thing with Capaldi's doctor with the, with the uh, the twelfth doctor. He he's, he's not quite sure of himself. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still he's, finding his own feet. He is. He's and still I think, finding his own head to a point as well. I think that's reflected in the costumes. He's not had the same costume on so far. Um, and I quite liked his new costume that was in the last episode. I kind of want to see it again. It was, it was very Christopher Eccleston-ish, sort of like dark jacket and then just a, a sort of a, a black sort of. I think it was jumper underneath. Yeah. No, it, it felt like that's what the Christopher Eccleston Doctor would wear on a cold day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or, or when he's a bit older, and so he's not, you know, he's not feeling the sun as much now. He's a little bit colder. He put on a jumper instead, like. I liked it. I like, but I like. I like Peter Capaldi. I, I just... You just reminded me of the uh, the line in um, in Day of the Doctor when uh, John Hurt's Doctor comes into um, David Tennant's TARDIS. Goes, <coughs> I think it's David Tennant's TARDIS. Yeah, and he says, "God, is this the TARDIS?" And Matt Smith says, "Oh yeah, it's his grunge face." <laughs> yeah. <out> of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did like that. Yeah. Um... But I mean, so I liked the last episode, and I, I, no, it, I think I wouldn't have minded the robot of Sherwood if the episodes before had been a bit better. I think the opening episode wasn't as strong as it could have been. No, it was it was too much. It was too much Clara being the audience and trying to sort mm-hmm. of say, look, look, come on, guys, still you can still like the Doctor. Yeah. And what annoys me, sort of, is I've I've recently been I've recently gone back and watched a lot of Matt Smith's. Um, I I watched the, the big the big sort of last three episodes of Matt Smith's yeah. uh, run as yeah, the Doctor, yeah. um, and reminded me that I don't know why Clara would have been quite so bothered about Matt Smith turning into an old bloke because he turned she, into an old bloke. She, she's the one companion who's seen all his past lives. Yeah. Not, she saw him as yeah. John Hurt and got on really well yeah. with John Hurt, and you know she she's she's seen him be you know really old. She was there, or she was supposedly there when um when when the first Doctor stole the TARDIS. Well, yeah, it, they show her sort of pointing out you know oh don't have that one, have this one. Yeah. Even to the well, point where in the last episode she goes back and sees him as a child, and there's that look on her face of oh we're not this again, mm. you know. Um, the fact that she's having to adjust to the new Doctor, there hasn't ever been one Doctor for her. Um, no, I completely agree. Uh, yeah, so it's a case of... Yeah, no, it, it, it would have been nice if there was less sort of Clara in Crisis. Maybe, you know, I understand sort of having difficulty sort of with the new Doctor's attitude, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, but not the whole... Well, why did he change? Why did he change? You know exactly why he changed. Yeah. You, you're the one companion who know, probably knows more about the Doctor than anyone. The, yeah, and then all of the others. Maybe other than the first companion, which was his granddaughter. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I mean, I've not been a huge fan of Clara anyway. Um, mm. I think they use her at least... For the for the last series, just merely as a plot device, and and she's kind of not really got a huge yeah. sort of character story. Well, I I've always said this in that sort of although 
if they had wanted to do Clara properly, they should have, as much as it hurts me to say them, because I love them as companions and as a pair, they should have got rid of Amy and Rory at the end of season, uh, the end of um, their second season. Yeah. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have come into Matt Smith's third season and mm-hmm. sort of gone away halfway through. Yeah. And then and then uh, and then had um, Jenna Coleman come on. They should. They should. They should have. They should have just got rid of them at series two. So she. So that she'd had a whole series to, uh, you know, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To, to build up and just get established as a character. Yeah. Because she, she was, she was so rushed. I mean, she had two filler episodes maybe. Well, I felt like they, I think they, they sort of missed a trick. They'd sort of introduced this, um, this character, Oswin Oswald, which was the version of Clara that turned out to be a Dalek. Mm. And that was in the first episode of season seven, when they have to go into the Asylum of the Daleks. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, Jenna Coleman's in it already. And then she turns up and, and it's like, oh, there's a story to, with her. Oh, what's going on? I think they missed a trick. I think they should have done that entire series was a different Clara every episode. And we don't even meet the real Clara until the next series. Because yeah. then at least she's like, even when she's a companion, she's not being used like she was as a plot device. And the only real reason she's there is because the doctor wants to know why was she in two places at once? Which, by the way, if you're looking at that story, they've kind of recycled with this series because now it's why has Peter Capaldi got the same face as, um, the, the, uh, the, guy from Pompeii. Got, yeah, the guy in the fires of Pompeii. But also, um, and I don't know whether they'll address this as directly, but he was also a very main character in Torchwood, um, the third series of Torchwood. Uh, I didn't know that. I've not watched any Torchwoods. Because Stephen Moffat's confirmed in an interview that he'd spoken to Russell T. Davis before they started filming and said, look, I know you cast... Um, Peter Capaldi twice in the Doctor Who universe and you'd sort of played with an idea of how how that sort of had come to be in the in sort of in the universe um would that work for if he was the doctor and, and Russell T Davies said yes so it, it's nice to see that Russell T Davies is somewhat involved again um yeah. even if it's just as an inspiration and you can see that they're going back to some of the stuff that that he did, especially from the first episode when they're uh, making references for what I think honestly is the first time really that when you look back at those series, those series is um, they're mentioning the uh, uh, the girl in the fireplace story mm. um, and the the SS uh, Madame uh, du Pompadour, and so the ship in this newest episode was um, the SS Marie Antoinette. Um, and, and they're just showing all these little links with the clockwork robots and things like that. They're going back to yeah. storylines and, and, and they're making you as an audience remember things from back then because they obviously are going to tie into some stuff that happened in, in the Russell T Davis era. Yeah. I can't even remember my point. I just started rambling. <laughs> and I can't even remember my point now. Um, it was, it was nice that they were, they're showing it. Um, yeah. It's nice to see Russell Davis, T. Davis is involved again. Um, he's, he's my main point, I think, that I was going with, I think, was yeah, it? Well, I don't know. 
Uh, well, um, no, it wasn't. Been... Sorry, go on. No, you go. <laughs> no, 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 you carry on. I was going to start off a completely Cla- different tangent. Clara as a p- plot device is what I was sort of saying. Um, oh, yes, yeah. she, she's, she's just not really had any sort of character development up until this series where they've gone, oh, fuck, we've told her story um, as using her as a sort of plot device. We actually need to make a character out of her now. She needs to have personality and feelings and sort of like, mm. you know. And so they've had to... Um, you know, I like that they've put her in the school, which is revealed in the Day of the Doctor as the uh, the, the school that um, I think it was Susan was the first Doctor uh, Doctor's oh, granddaughter. That's, cool. that's, that's the school cool. that she went to, where the teachers yeah. and the companions. The teachers come from. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it looks like they're sort of going to go down that storyline a bit with two teachers from that school because it. Mm. Obviously, that um, that Danny Pink is gonna gonna yeah, win the he's gonna, he's gonna become know. a companion. Yeah, he's gonna. See, oh, this, this this is one point that I I was really annoyed about. I I'm I really 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 was hoping, um, and it was snatched away from us to see a companion that wasn't from Earth from now. Yes. No, I like I was, that. Yeah. And I I was I was really I, that's with the with the Dalek episode I was really hoping um, I was hoping that uh, that um, I can't remember the name but this the soldier girl would would become a companion and come with yeah 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 it'd just be so nice to to not not for the 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 companions to be a complete companions idiot. to be, yeah no just, well just to be a complete sort of you this is the audience uh-huh. traveling with the doctor mm. you know so, yeah and no, I'm absolutely I mean fair fair enough you know if you want to have both that's fine but can like, we, it would be, you know it, I think it would be really good to see Madame Vastra um traveling with the doctor like yeah. and, and that trio. Um, traveling with the doctor because you've got Strax who's just like that you know out of this world yes he's a comic relief character but he, he he's, he's funny I like Strax and then yeah so I know uh, one of Sam's Sam's favorite line from uh, uh, the first episode was um, from Strax which was uh, don't worry uh, don't worry boy by now he's probably been killed by the violent poor <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I, I may be paraphrasing that slightly. I but, just um, I like Strax. He's a good character, but he's quite smart still, and and he yeah. shows that. And but he's completely inhuman as well. And then you've got Madame Vastra, and you've got um I can't even remember her lover's name, her her wife's name, mm. um, but the other one. Uh, yeah. And you know, and she's so Victorian, and yet Madame Vastra is so sort of like futuristic. Yeah, you know, it would be great to have that trio in the TARDIS because they wouldn't be the audience. There would be stories that would come up, especially because there's so many of them as well. Yeah, that wouldn't directly necessarily involve the Doctor going to one place and 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 saving them because, well, I'm, I happen to be here at the time, sort of thing. Yeah, but I, it would just be so nice because, you know, even. With um, sort of going back to, I've been watching a, a bit more uh, classic Doctor. Mm. And going going back to the first Doctor, you know, he he you know he had the two school teachers, but he had his granddaughter. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, she you know she 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 was obviously a good source of information because the first Doctor was far too grumpy to ever explain anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is why, um, possibly he is my favorite of classic of the classic Doctors. I think he's my favorite. See, there was. Um, I'll go on that. Oh, no, I, I, although I, to be honest, I'm I, I'm watch, I'm trying to watch my way through them a bit, mm. but I'm o- I've only just got up to Tom Baker. 
Oh, right, yeah. Who I think, probably because of the episodes I've watched, and probably because he's been hyped up a bit too much by sort of by general fandom. Yeah, just by I, everyone, I, yeah. <laughs> just by everyone ever. Um, you know, I, I haven't been wowed by, but I think it's because the episode I've watched, which um, ge- which is uh, Genesis of the Daleks, mm-hmm. which is um, the the introduction of um, oh, what's his name who uh, who makes the Daleks? Davros. Davros, that's it. Um, the introduction of him, and it's a very it's a very serious episode. You can tell for uh, yeah. for Tom Baker, which um, to the point where um, I, I I was listening to some of the audio commentary point where um i know one of his big, big big things was jelly babies yeah 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 he was always offering people jelly babies or eating jelly babies um to the point where when there's a point where uh, the doctor has to turn out his pockets and there were a couple of silly things in there mm. but they said they 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 said on the commentary he was told they were told sort of they had to keep the jelly babies in the bag there was a paper bag yeah but but no jelly babies were allowed to come <laughs> out of it because the situation was too serious or something <laughs> I can see the BBC saying some. Uh, to be fair, but uh, yeah, so I, th- I think I need to watch more. I obviously need to watch more of Tom Baker. Mm. But, um, see, but, yeah, that that episode, although although it was good and interesting to sort of see see the creation of the Daleks and um, yeah. becoming independent, um, it was uh, it wasn't the best one for sort of seeing Tom Baker, a sort of fun, smiling, doing yeah. a funny voice, Tom Baker. I mean, I found with, I've, I've seen a couple of Tom Baker episodes and, you know, I, I agree with what you said that he's just been hyped up a little bit too much. And I do find it hard with some of the stuff to engage with it as much. You know, when you've got the doctor driving around in a, in a sort of little car and everything like that, cause his TARDIS isn't working. Um, and I'm, I'm sort of like, well, this isn't Doctor Who. This isn't Doctor Who how how it's sold to us now. Although I yeah. I think that'd be a really good story arc that the Doctor hasn't got his TARDIS. It's broken, and so the whole story arc is in fixing it. And I'd love to see more of Unit, like the modern day Unit, um, and see. Yeah, no, that, 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 that was one him. of the really nice things yeah. about uh, Day of the Doctor. Yeah, is, uh, yeah, exactly. The, the, the callbacks to Unit and the old yeah. Unit. Um. But. Um, just briefly going back to what you were saying about um, him having his granddaughter there and, uh, and and sort of having a new assistant. There was uh, one moment in the uh, the sort of newer series. Is, uh, it, it was a Tenant episode, but I don't know which series it was. And it was it was with the Master, and um, the Doctor basically said he didn't know what he was going to do with the Master, and he resorted to saying, yeah. you've got to come with me. You're going to have to travel with that me. Would be really good. That would have been fucking hell, that would be amazing. That would be so good, having a whole series or two series or something like that with this sort of very evil character sort of learning how to essentially be another Doctor and not wanting to. And then, of course, you'd have the obvious, inevitable sort of turn where he, he saved the Doctor somehow and then there's the inner conflict of I hate yeah. him, but he's he's now an ally, and you know. And I thought, how amazing would that be? And then it wouldn't just be, you know, what do you want to go see? Okay, you want to go see Charles Dickens? Let's go meet Charles Dickens. Hello, Simon Callow. How are you? Sort of thing. It, it's um, you know, it's right. I need to teach you 
about the universe. I'm going to show you important things that you need to learn to show you why you need to be a good mm. person. And there'd just be more of a weight to it, I think. And I thought that was going to be such a good thing. And then two minutes later, they killed him. And I was like, no, you've, you've you given it me and you've stripped it away in seconds, you bastards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blow it all up, you damn dirty apes. But... <laughs> mm. I just ah oh, that I thought that was going to be so so good, but oh well yeah you know, no can't be helped I, think I suppose I'd like to see the master combat though yeah mm. it wouldn't necessarily have to be John Sim either I mean it, John Sim did it very well but he played off against David Tennant so well I think now that you've got Peter Capaldi you'd need someone I mean if we're sort of reflecting sort of you know like ongoing sort of like political battles maybe you should have him as a British like quintessentially British person against Peter holding the Scott <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> yeah that's the finale of the, the series oh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah do you do you do you have a particular classic doctor that you uh, you like the most or have you not watched enough um, I I've seen a few I haven't I haven't seen them all. I'd like to see more of um Patrick Troughton because um you know especially leading up to the 50th anniversary there was there were so many different um documentaries and things like that on and I watched them all. <laughs> and one of the things was sort of how over the years um the doctor has changed and why he's changed, not just because this actor doesn't want to do it anymore, but why, like how they've made yeah. it relevant to each individual audience that they've had. Um, so like, for example, when, um, Paul McGann, uh, was in the film and they wanted to make him more American. So they sort of turned him, tried to turn him into a, a sort of classic British heartthrob and it just didn't work. Um, but the one, so, sorry, going back to Patrick Troughton, um, so they, they sort of described Patrick Troughton, especially after William Hartnell, um, as this sort of um, hobo clown. And they said that's the best way that they could describe him because he was this very sort of like scruffy, rough around the edges kind of guy, completely different to William Hartnell. And everyone to start with was thinking, oh, God, this is going to be awful. And then, of course, it wasn't. Yeah. It, it, it paved the way for the entire series to follow. So in that respect, I think Patrick Troughton would be my favourite just from what I've heard. But from what I've seen, um, it's probably quite a controversial choice because he's not a particularly sort of... I mean, obviously, like, I'm about to say he's not a fan favourite, yes. but I suppose all the Doctors are fan favourites. Um, um, yes, I yes, really right. like Sylvester McCoy because he's completely different. So he's quite sort of mischievous quite sort of witty but then a manipulative little shit as well like proper like you know but weird like he's he's almost set up what would what would follow with the sort of strange quirkiness of the doctors i know the other doctors had their quirks especially with tom baker but it was sort of like tom baker was this uh sort of like you know that all of a sudden wow, okay, he's eccentric, he's weird, he's got jelly babies, he's got a scarf that never ends. Uh, and then 
a little later on, sort of you've got Sylvester McCoy and it's it's going back to all these themes. It's just sort of setting in stone these these ideas, sort of thing. But I think similarly to Tom Baker, um, Sylvester McCoy knew how to go dark fairly quickly, um, and Tom Baker does have his dark episodes. The only thing I, I I feel sorry for with Tom Baker was of all the Doctor regenerations that I've oh seen, God, so I, I do I think Tom Baker's is the worst. He, he just sort of falls from a great... He's electrocuted uh, and falls from a great height and, and, well, and so we, lands and then we, all of a sudden we, becomes... We, William um, just suddenly said, I'm tired, lay down. Heart. Got back up as Patrick Trout. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's, uh, but he's old, you know. I could believe that, you know. He, he was very old. I mean, talking about past doctors, I'd love to see more Paul McGann, but not... Paul McGann that was in the movie, Paul McGann that was in the sort of five-minute short before the day of the Doctor, where he made the decision yeah. that he had to um, sort of turn into John Hurt. Um, because I, I think Paul McGann, I mean, it, it's entertaining to see that he has the shortest on-screen history of being the Doctor, but he's also held the title of the Doctor technically for the longest amount of time. Um, which, when you think about it, you know that's that's a horrible, yeah. horrible juxtaposition to be in. You know, like, but I just, I'd like to see more of Paul McGann. But I like Paul yeah. McGann anyway, which yeah, is why, great, you know, why I wanted to meet oh. him at Comic Con. You know, yeah, you know what? I actually went through all those pictures as well because I was thinking, like, maybe he just didn't break it, and they just said he broke it. But there's not a single picture other than mine where he's not, like, sort of either looking at the person or looking <laughs> at the camera, because he's broken the set. And I was like, was that's great. just that's I'll, so I'll, good. You, I'll, I'll find that's it and put that, on the, put that on the blog. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I think it's on my Facebook. If it's not my Facebook, I'll, I'll upload a, a, a picture. But I should just mention to anyone who's listening, because I don't think I mentioned this in when we said I uh, had our Comic-Con chat, which yeah, hasn't that, technically been released, has it? Has it been released? Have we have? Oh, we have. We have. No, no, I, no, I didn't know whether it was just going to be like a secret thing that we uploaded, like in. <clears throat> you don't know okay. about yeah. that. Oh we, yeah, 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 yeah. We said nothing. none of you know about that one. Forget I said anything. Just go forget we said anything. There's, there's no secret podcast. <laughs> and when we get a million listeners, we won't release it. <laughs> but um, yeah, we went to Comic Con, obviously, so you know that. And I had a picture with Paul McGann. And just as the camera went off, um, sort of everyone's sort of doing poses with him, some sort of doing back to back, you know, arms folded, looking all cool. Some of them were just like pretending to fly the TARDIS with him. And I said, and a couple of people did this, I said, can we pretend like we're crashing it? <laughs> and he sort of looked at me and went, yeah, cool. And so we both threw ourselves back. And I'm sort of holding on to the edge of it. And then he throws himself back a little bit hard and pulls a beat. Like a, a, a button off the set, like, and, and so the photo is of him staring at this sort of big button in his hand, and it's just perfect, Doctor. It's just like it encompasses everything that the Doctor is when he's in that TARDIS. <laughs> it's, it's. I love this thing. Oh my God, I've hurt it. What have I done? <laughs> um, it was so funny. Um, but yeah, that, so that's that's you know that's one of the reasons why I like Paul McGann. So, but who who's your favourite um, past think, Doctor then? 
<laughs> Matt Smith. Of the classic He doctors, doesn't count, uh, he's only are. just left. Yeah, and I've not seen enough of uh, uh, Tom Baker yeah. yet, and I still need to see uh, Peter Davison, Colin Baker, and Sylvester McCoy. Um, but I do love William Hartnell. <laughs> I just, I love, I love his, um, his yeah. grumpiness, his, his sort of almost disapproval of young people and and dismissal of anyone else's ideas and he's you know you, yeah. you, ha- you have to be so you sort of have to be a sort of a well sort of learned doctor or teacher or something before he'll grudgingly go well i suppose you have a point <laughs> which is great and i just uh i yeah it's just, just so, so it's so much fun watching the doctor be a sort of really grumpy old man who doesn't really listen to anyone and is always doing things without bothering to yeah, tell yeah, anyone yeah. else. I was kind of hoping that we were going to get a little bit of that from Peter Capaldi, and we did a little bit. I think, I think maybe slightly, next but not nearly as much as I wanted that. it. Maybe, like, I think this series there's still a bit of sort of him finding well, himself, it, sort it, of obviously the the ongoing thing with um, with yeah, that's, Blue White in heaven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <That's> so white. <laughs> I just wanted to bring out a lion cub. Yeah. <laughs> just bring it out of the desk again. <laughs> but um, no, absolutely. I mean, he's still finding himself. He's still sort of discovering who he is. And I mean, obviously, there's going to be a story arc in this series or the next. I'm kind of hoping they're not going to drag it out yeah. as much as they did with Trenzalor, um, in the sense of you know, why did I choose this face? <laughs> yeah, um, just tell right. us. Just tell us now, please, um, and then and then and then continue did, with did, episodes I, like the last one. I did, um, I did go back and, and, and I'll, I'll say sort of before record, after <laughs> seeing the time of the Doctor, I was very angry. It, you you know this because I was a big big fan of Matt. Oh yeah, I really I, enjoyed I really enjoyed him as the Doctor. Um, I, well, yeah, you the know, little he's man crush on him. Faces that is so. Yeah, and sort of like like a sort of wax Chino. sculpture of himself. I did laugh when uh, yes, David Tennant was... in the 50th anniversary called Matt Smith Chino. I was like, it was just like as if you're saying that you're not even picking on the dogs, you're just picking on Matt Smith uh, for having you know, a pick. His sand shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to say, actually, my favourite line in any, uh, completely off topic, I should point out, um, my favourite line in any Doctor Who, anything that I've ever watched, is um, from John Hurt in that episode when they're using the screwdriver and he says, stop pointing your screwdrivers at them, what are you going to do, build a cabinet around them? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) <laughs> I just thought that's yes, so yes, that, William that was, Hartnell. That like that's so I, that's just would, grumpy old. It would be really and, nice if someday somehow we could was... see more of John Hurt because um, he was. <laughs> no, no, probably yeah. not. Um, I don't think it will ever happen. To be honest. Although, although saying that, that's only in the TV series. Obviously, they, they do the um, the novelizations and, and the prose and everything, don't they? So I'm sure we'll get yeah. some form of uh, some form of literature. Based uh, on the on the War Doctor, but I don't think we'll ever see him in the TV series again. I don't know when the next anniversary is coming up. I know, <laughs> I know, Matt Smith was sort of jumping up and down in front of Stephen Moffat. When's the next anniversary thing? When can we do the next anniversary thing? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see Matt yeah, Smith back for like the seventy-fifth or something. That's... Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. God, <laughs> I'm going to be fifty when the seventy-fifth yeah. anniversary comes. Out. Well, nearly fifty. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's horrible. Let's not think about that. Right. Uh, <laughs> number Doctor Baby on by then? Do you think? <laughs> Uh, 73. <laughs> and five of them will have been women. And one of oh, them yes, will have been CGI. I was, um, I was, I was displeased with the, with the time of the Doctor, because I... Oh, yeah, so... One, time of the Doctor, it, it yeah. It wasn't sort of long enough for me. Um, I know it was, it was slightly longer than a normal episode. It was a, it was a Christmas special, but it still felt sort of... Yeah, yeah. It's just sort of, just the one episode. I had one major problem with that episode. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I just I just Everything. didn't like. I, one thing I <laughs> hated the most was um, was what what I feel is sort of Moffat's biggest cop out, which was um, saying, "Oh, we're we're going to skip the um, we're going to sort of jump the problem of the Doctor needing more ge- regenerations forward to now, but because because I can't I can't be bothered to wait until later." Yeah. It's like no, oh, ten, ten had the regeneration sort yeah, of yeah, without yeah. telling anyone. Either, either sort of the hand counted or or something else. It's, it's really, oh, you. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't mind that. I was willing to accept just, with you know him growing the second bit, Doctor and regenerating. If it had been established earlier on, then I so, wouldn't have minded so much. So it was just yeah, no, there's. It was literally as he yeah. was just sort of saying, "Okay, I'm off to go and die," that he said, "Oh no, uh, actually, 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 this is my last life." Yeah. It's like, no, no, establish that more because I know, yeah. I know it's what I know. That should have been established way earlier. They should have done that in um, like season yes, six yes, when be, he dies um, at the hands of River it Song when uh, the sort of. So it's to it suddenly be as a, early um, as that, device. and then so, and then it also it also screws over the um, the episode they... uh, "Let's Kill Hitler" when uh, Matt Smith is it's he's poisoned by River Song, um, and it's sort of the tar- it's sort oh of yeah, says, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'll regenerate, and then something. But I think the TARDIS TARDIS says sort of uh, yeah, poison, yeah, poison yeah. Regeneration is unavailable, or or something. It's like. Well, no, that that's when you could have put it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You could there were yeah. am, there was ample opportunity to set I, up these factors, but well, no, it, it I, annoys I, me that, also because that wasn't um, a huge gripe. Moffat has always sort of said, I believe, in interviews that um, that sort of that's a rule he's never sort of particularly understood all that much. But, uh, he said because. Sort of in 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 classic Doctor mm. Who stuff, um, or in some classic Doctor Who stuff, it says, I think it's mentioned that sort of time lords could have thousands of lives or something, um, but then later on it sort of it sort of established yeah, maybe, yeah. It, it it's established that, um, that yeah it's uh, retcon, no, doctor, isn't it? Yeah. there's twelve regenerations, thirteen Doctors, um, and he's always sort of said, oh I don't yeah. know why that's one the fans have suddenly stuck to so hard. It's like well. 
it 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 is established. Yeah. And could you could you you know you it's could be able to work that into into his sort of big yeah. long overall storyline. And don't get me wrong, I I really yeah. like that the um that all the cracks in the walls turn out to be sort of the time. But what well, if not necessarily the time lords themselves because of the yeah time yeah, lords. yeah yeah um they they yeah they. They use it, and the whole. But they're the whole, using it. Sort yeah, of it's thing. it's nice to see it coming full circle. With, <laughs> it, with, it, it comes with full circle. Fall in the end, but it <laughs> it just felt a bit too hurried. Yeah. And thinking back to Tenant, he had, I think it was four episodes, four specials, all build, all building up to his, to his his death. Yeah. Or, well, Matt Smith just building up one to his death. Just, I'll say, you know, he's he's my favourite of the, of the modern Doctors, certainly. <coughs> he just it just felt like it wasn't enough. Okay, fair enough. You have just had the fiftieth yeah. thing beforehand, but no, mm. no. But you didn't address it. Nothing was addressed about Trenzalore, other than other than right at the end when David Tennant goes, "Where am I going? I'm not going to remember anyway." Trenzalore, hmm, I don't want to go, and you know. But the thing I didn't like about Time of the Doctor. They they had to do an episode to uh, write out Matt Smith, and they had to do a Christmas yeah. episode. They didn't have to do it in the same episode. They didn't have to set it in a town called Christmas, where people can't lie, and it's you know, really I... nice, but also there's the war, and the Doctor's going to die. It, it felt a little bit too... Oh fuck! I we agree, forgot all about I, you this. Know, I know Let's just cram episode, it into the Christmas episode. They just not bothered men- mentioning Christmas at all, at all, because 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 they, they didn't with Tenant. They, or or, or when, it might have it might they might it might have just been sort of referenced. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Time, but it, it was on Christmas Day. It happened, and it was on Christmas morning. They referenced it's Christmas yeah, morning. Oh, it, there's aliens. The that's not of Christmas. Old Christmas. Like, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the, the, the whole the whole yeah. truth thing. I, you know, I don't mind. I thought that was, I, you know, that's, that's a good thing. idea. That's clever, sort of, for the time lords to choose that place because you know they can't yeah. tell lies. So you know, you, they they know it would be the doctor. But mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been happy to have sat there for an hour and watched a lovely Christmas Doctor Who story about a town called Christmas that the Doctor had to save from evil snowmen or something like that. And I'm not being funny. The Christmas episode the year before with the fucking trees and Bill Bailey in it, and they hyped up Bill Bailey, and Bill Bailey was in it for like 20 seconds. And, you know, that one one. one was a bag of shit, right? I'll admit. But... But it was a Christmas episode, and so I was willing to sit there and watch it. And you know what? It was a good Christmas episode. I just wouldn't really sort of like... I don't think it was particularly as memorable as some of the other Christmas episodes have been. However, Time of the Doctor, they should have had just... Um, they should. I think what they should have done is they should have done what they did with David Tennant. They should have had a Christmas special, and then they should have had a New Year special. They should have had a Christmas special with your town called Christmas, and then at the end... They set up, oh, by the way, you've got to go to Trenzalore, and then two Christmas specials, one on New Year's Eve, one on New Year's Day, both summarising the end of Matt Smith, having this big, long, drawn-out sort of battle with sort of this place where you can't lie, so then whoever says the name of the Doctor has to be telling the truth, so that person can be trusted, they're in a safe place that Gallifrey can 
can come out now sort of thing really good really fine all good all on trends law i can deal with that but the fact that they then put it in this sort of cheesy setting of a town called christmas it softens the blow for everything it kind yeah, of just I, yeah, that's, that's nullifies exactly, the effect of what's exactly actually right. the happened fact that it was sort of, it was a sort and of what story they wanted to do, you know. Points sort of, and the Doctor saved them, and every time there was a monster, yeah. the Doctor stopped it, and they came back. And da-da-da-da-da. It's like, come on. Yeah. And it's a yeah. bit like, well, no, we want to see the bloody Doctor do all this shit. And I want to, I want to see him age a little bit more than sort of like 20 years later. Oh, when he's got wrinkles. Why has he got wrinkles? Uh, not to mention, by the way, at the start of like season, it's, it's season six again. They meet up with the Doctor. They have a nice drink with him. And River and the Doctor uh, sink in their diaries and they say, how old are you now? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm something like 17. I'm 1,700 years old. And then he dies and then they go back to the other Doctor and they're like, how old are you? How old are you? And he's like, I'm, I'm like uh, 1,500. So there's like, there's 200 years where he's not aged at all. No, no, and then it, when he's on a town it, it called is, Christmas, it, it takes him like 30 years like and he's, he's off. He's on Christmas, something like that. I can't. I did. I did just watch it. Oh, is so, it really? No, no, so, he's on Christmas for a long time. Ah, right. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. No, it was not. I take that point back, but I still don't like it. What What made me sort of slightly furious with um, with 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 the whole regeneration thing as well is it kind of ruined my very favourite line from uh, from Day of the Doctor, which was "No, sir, all thirteen. Oh, oh god, it's all twelve of them. No, sir, all thirteen. Oh right, yeah. Which was really nice and sort of yes, yeah. it's all thirteen of his of his yeah. sort of re- all all thirteen of his forms. I was like, no, no, actually the thirteen was uh, was mm. was actually the thirteen was 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 started with David Tennant. <laughs> I mean, why would it? Why would? Why wasn't it all twenty five then? Yeah, it's like. <sighs> Yeah, all fifteen thousand. Just cheese me off. Yeah. But, um, but, which is a shame. But uh, there you go. Yeah. Can't can't have everything, I suppose. <laughs> but I mean, Day of the Doctor. I mean, if it, I think Time of the Doctor wouldn't have been so disappointing for a lot of people yeah. if Day yeah. of the Doctor hadn't come literally a month before. You know, Day of the Doctor, I remember seeing it in the cinema, it was amazing, it was so cool, David Tennant was back, of course, everyone wanted to see David Tennant was back, John Hurt's in it, and John Hurt's just this amazing actor anyway, and then you've got these old villains from really old episodes that no one's seen in ages, and it's just a good episode, and when you consider, really, like, you you look at your classic Doctor Who episodes, you look at your normal Doctor Who episodes today, they kind of follow the same format of the Doctor arrives, there's a bad guy, Mm. Doctor deals with it, the end. This wasn't that same scenario. They had that as a premise of there's a bad guy and that's why all the Doctors are in the right place at the right time. But then it's a character piece. Then it's all about like sort of developing the character of the Doctor and making him almost human and, and humanising him a little bit and, and sort of getting you to understand the burdens he carries, everything like that. It's yeah. just such a good episode. And they made it epic. It's just, it's just it's such it's a good it's episode. It's true. It's true. It's, 
This is the last thing I've been watching. I'm going to watch had, it again tomorrow. I had hopes I'd sort of I'd be there by now, but um, I've been sort of watching all Matt Smith's episode, and I watched the whole of Matt Smith's first series, and I'd forgotten how much I really enjoyed that. Um, I think of all yeah. of all Matt Smith's um, series, season one was his first season was my favourite of his. It, yeah. Oh yeah, he, he the the season five was a really good season, and the one thing I loved about all of Matt yeah. Smith's episodes was the incidental music in it, the theme of "I Am the Doctor," which up until yesterday hadn't been played in the Peter Capaldi episode yet, and it was shown um, in the next week on Doctor Who, and then all of a sudden Matt Smith's "I Am the Doctor" was playing, and I was like, "Oh, it's back!" And you know. The music hasn't been that good so far, I think, but that's because I, I kind of understand why the Doctor yeah. hasn't got a theme yet that, because be nice he's not identified in, himself in, as as a yet. Finale, so if sort of he sort of comes together and finds himself a bit and does something obviously big, epic, and clever, then it'd be nice to sort of have Capaldi mm. get the sort of yeah maybe not something sort of quite as sort of uh, as as jaunty and 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 fun as Matt Smith's, but something a bit more epic, something. Only a bit yeah, yeah, yeah. To go forward with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, something quite sort of um, grounded in, in sort of like, you know, like, um, that, you know, there was a lot of sort of like whirling and whooshing and sort of um, high pitchiness of, of I Am the Doctor in a lot of points in the song. This should yeah. be more sort of like heavy and, and, and quite dark. But then. Yeah, then lead into something a little bit lighter to show. Oh, it's still fun, Doctor as well. Yeah. Um, same way I am the Doctor does, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the the music hasn't been right, and I mean, I remember watching Series Five, and I watched it. You know, I remember watching the David Tennant episodes, and at that age, I wasn't as hooked on Doctor Who as I am now, and so it got to um, when Billy Piper left. And Martha Jones came into it. And I sort of saw a few episodes of the Martha Jones series. I saw the finale. I didn't really like Martha Jones back then. And then Catherine Tate came into it. And I was like, oh, I've given up. I, I, I give up sort of thing. With Matt Smith, I watched them back after back. And I wasn't sold on Matt Smith until the Pandorica. When he has that speech and the music's playing and everything. There's just It all comes together then. And I think Peter Capaldi needs that moment in this series. Something like that. For me to go, yes, there we go. That is the Doctor. There he is. Yeah. This is who, you know, this is this character. This is who he's been all along, sort of thing. Um, but now watching series five, I love it. I think it's, it's possibly the best series. The only gripe I have with some of the Matt Smith episodes is there are a couple of filler episodes. There are a couple where they've gone, oh shit, um, a whale in space. Yeah, should we go with that, guys? Yeah, cool. Whale in space. Um, dinosaurs on a spaceship? Yeah. Yeah, okay, let's go with that. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, one, the dinosaurs on a spaceship one was okay. It's just, I think they were trying to be something they weren't when they got Queen Nefertiti and, um, you know, uh, fucking Mitchell and Webb involved and everything like that. And I was like... It, the episode would have been okay with the dinosaurs on space. It would have been okay with Mitchell and Webber's robots. 
it would have been okay with Queen Nefertiti, but putting them all together, it was just overkill. It was like whoever wrote it went, oh, fuck, I can't think of a story. I can only yeah. think of three short stories. Hmm, actually. Yeah. Um, and yet some of the episodes were really good. I mean, the, the episodes, because mm. the, they kept doing um, double arc episodes, didn't they? That, like, um, so, so the Weeping Angels one. See, um, the first time Matt Smith that, meets that, River that, Song. That Weeping Angels one... Going back, like I like it more I love than that. I remember, but I didn't like it all that much at the time. Yeah. My only big problem with that one was the fact that when they introduced the Weeping Angels, the Weeping Angels were supposed yes, to yes, exactly kill it. their prey their by sending them back in attack. time. Yes, in the whole episode, they just killed yeah. people. And, yeah, and yeah, and then when they brought them back the next time. They did it again, and I was like, "Well, what? What? Why are you doing that? You know, stick to stick to the canon. Come on, guys. It's not like Stephen Moffat created these characters. Oh wait, yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, I, st- I still really like that story though, and, and and even the um the following series, there was the se- uh, the the episodes with the plastic people, and then there's the plastic doctor, and they're evil, except they're not evil because they're just exact copies. They're just scared. And, uh, and, and, the, the, you know, that was a good episode. I liked that. That was, that was an interesting concept. Um, it, it was a bit more of a talky couple of episodes than a pow pow splat episode. But, you know, um, but I, yeah. you know, I'm hoping to see yeah, some of that no, with I, Peter Folder. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Although I, I, I have to say, I, I, you know, I watched Matt Smith's first I haven't seen, I haven't watched. Season six and seven again, yes. Um, I, I watch in, in preparation for this. I watched uh, yeah. the last episode of season seven, um, uh, Day and Time of the Doctor. Yeah. Uh, as well as as well as I did watch. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A couple of classic Doctor Who stories. One of one of which was Genesis of the Daleks, Tom Baker's one, and then a really not very good one from John Putry. Yeah. Um, really called Day of the Daleks. Um, oh, I know of that one, but I've not, I've it's not, not seen terrible, it. Terrible, but it was meant to be. It's, it's slated as some one of his best episodes, but I think it's just because it's his first Dalek episode. Um, oh, really? And, and the Daleks had been defeated oh, right, and for okay. all previously. Again, so it's so everyone was like, oh, they're back. Um, yeah. But uh, again, yeah. I do like what Stephen Moffat did yes, when no, he said I, I, that he wasn't bringing back the Daleks for for a series. It was very light on Daleks. I mean, obviously they have to appear yeah. in some form in every in every, yeah. in every season. Um, but no, I I, I think yeah, they're, of, they're so iconic. Sort of but written in somewhere very... for some reason, I think the Daleks and the Cybermen have to make oh, some it? appearance in every season of Doctor Who. For for some reason, I cannot remember exactly why, um, really? or where where it is. It's written down like that, but uh, for some for some reason, that 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 is a rule, yeah. I believe. Um. Speaking of uh, Cybermen, the last episode with the Cybermen, the uh, the one with Warwick Davis, and they sort of reinvented the Cybermen, and they were fast and they were strong, and you know that was a good move. Like I liked seeing them and thinking, well, all I really need to do is run faster than you. 
you know, in, in the tenant ones, they were very sort of rigid, very sort of slow. Yeah, okay, they could fire freaking lasers, but as long as I could sort of flank left and flank right at the right times, I could run away. Um, <clears throat> these guys, they were fast. They were strong. Um, I liked that. And they're going to be, they're going to be in this season as well. And it's going to have something to do with, um, Sue White. Yeah, I've, I've, I've just seen a couple of pictures of set, like on set, well, um, with Peter Capaldi being filmed with her. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing where this, this story is going. But, um, Okay, what is your favourite villain? I'm not going to say Daleks all the time. Don't say the Daleks. You're not allowed to say the Daleks. Um, Good. I don't know. There's there's been a couple of sort of individual monsters I've really enjoyed, but... What is it? Who is it that's sort of um, eating the old dead Tardises? Yes. Oh, him. yes. I, um, House is name one. That sort of. That, that, good. I, that was I, a good. I that was sort of thinking about before. Yeah, so. I really, really enjoyed <laughs> that 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 story. Really, really liked. It. I know a lot of people said, "Oh, I didn't like that yeah. they made the Tardis a person." But I, I, I really liked it. I thought it was great. It was super. No, I love that. I, thought... I can't remember the woman who played the artist, but uh, she was, she was very good. Saran Jones. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> see, I think mine's from the same season. Oh uh, yeah. So that's and it the is the Dream Lord. So yes, no, he, yeah, he, he was, he was, that was very good too. Yeah. Oh, was it season four? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he was great. He I, was I really cool. I'd like to see the, more um, of him though. The evil, the evil old grannies and granddads. <laughs> they were great. Can I change my answer yeah, to them? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> they were. They were a lot of fun breaking <laughs> yeah. in through windows, trying to climb up the house well, to, to get into yeah. them, and sort of. <laughs> Those actors must have had so much fun. Turning a small group of school children into piles of dust. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that was good. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Who is there? Anyone you'd like to see as a companion? A- any any actor? Uh, act, act, actor. <laughs> uh, Matt Smith. Yeah, That'll be hilarious. No. Um. Well, yeah, he could, yeah. Um, C as a companion. Ooh, that is a. Um. Again, I've got, I've got to think the same sort of question as last week with the Game of Thrones. Um, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm not thinking of anyone like American or anything like that or anyone particularly high profile because obviously, you know, like I'd love to see Tom Cruise or something like that, you know, but um, in regards to someone that I could 
genuinely see as a companion that I'd like to sort of um, see. <laughs> you know, it'd be brilliant. <laughs> like, truly great. Carl Pilkinson. Can you imagine? Where, where would you like to go, Carl? And then you just go, just, just home. Just, just take me home. In the living room. Take, take me to my living room five minutes ago so I can see the end of Carrie again. <laughs> He's got Sky Plus. He just uses uh, a TARDIS for that, you know. I can see a doctor getting frustrated with him, with him and leaving him on a moon or something and deciding deciding to come back in a year to see sort of how he's learned yeah, and grown yeah. in culture. And he just hadn't at all. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just nothing's changed. It just, just gets back. Oh, back already then, yeah? Um, just that's it. Um, okay, same question for you. Well, I, he's, he's already been in it for a couple of episodes, but I would have liked to have seen him um, as as a full companion. And, have, and without having sort of seen him in the episodes he's in before, um, uh, uh, well, what's his mm. name? I had it just in my head a moment ago. <laughs> it's gone. Um, uh, James Corden. I really liked him in the episodes he was in with Matt Smith. And oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I would, I would have enjoyed seeing he, him. His as character a, was quite uh, cool, as, yeah. as as a full full time companion. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah maybe much more series regulars. You know, a, yeah. a good few episodes. Yeah, I, I, it's a shame. Um, yeah. Again, it's one of those things that it would have been nice to see Matt Smith go back to see him for for a third time for his third series, and again maybe if they yeah as well they'd yeah hurried up yeah um, Jenna Coleman and and got rid of uh, of, of mm. the Poms faster yeah. maybe there, there would have been time for him but uh, yeah not but you know, I I really enjoyed him and I'd I'd like to see him as a as a full time companion. Are there any other characters from Doctor Who previous to probably Matt Smith, I'd say, that you'd like to see back again? You want like any to characters, see Jack, like villains, you? heroes? <laughs> no, because I'm going to say Jack, Captain Jack. Well, then I'm gonna say Captain You're not allowed to say Captain. I'm going to say Captain Jack. Who's Captain Jack? Um, no, you know what? I'd, I'd say I'd actually say someone. Then else. again, I think I think he's had enough. <laughs> you know, he was, he did all the uh, he did all the Torchwood, and uh, and he he had some good some good times with Tennant. Um, I'm not sure he'd fit. I'm not sure. I don't think he'd fit with Capaldi. <laughs> That's why it would be so perfect for him to come back now, <laughs> because I think Peter Capaldi would be a homophobe. I think that Doctor. <laughs> would have a real problem with it. <laughs> and he'd try to pretend like he doesn't, but then he'd sort of like, if Jack ever brought someone back to the TARDIS, he'd be like, oh, well, your your room's over there. You, you can like, sleep in my bed tonight, actually. actually I can you know? see him being afraid that um, Captain Jack's going to try and kiss him. <laughs> sort of stepping away whenever he got near. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why something's just popped into my head. But it, I, I could just see him just looking at Jack and going, "Were you looking you at my bottom or something like that?" Just what? No. something like that. Oh, good. Don't. He'd be, he'd be the he'd be the perfect Don't. homophobe to play off against Jack. <laughs> perfect. 
But if it was if it wasn't Jack, if it couldn't have been Jack, if Jack's dead. I know that's physically impossible considering, but you know, Jack couldn't make it today. He was too busy camping it up over on TV series Arrow. So, <clears throat> go on. Who else? If anyone else, See, you I can say no. You can say no. They're all dickheads. I don't like them. Sodom. Here we go. You're going to say Don and Oval, aren't you? I'll end this podcast right now. Uh, see, that's the thing. I, I didn't expect to like Catherine Tate at all. I was going into the series expecting to hate her. And I did. think she's absolutely wrong for it. But I did. <laughs> but I really enjoyed her. I really enjoyed her. I like that she, you know, as, as I've said to, I think I've said to I you did. before... I like that she, 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 you know, there was there was no sexual mm. tension whatsoever. It was just, it was just, it was just, she was just a buddy to the doctor. Yeah, no, I whereas, do agree with that. Whereas, that was... um, as uh, Martha <laughs> Jones was sort of, was sort of going around with the doctor when he's moping about Rose and uh, and and saying sort of, well, come on, we've got to do this, come mm. on, we've got to do that. Um, and she was a friend to a point, but there was still. A bit of something there, or supposed to be. Um, whereas, mm, yeah, yeah, there was some form yeah, of or, lingering or, or, sort or, or of, or at least frustration you know, on the part of. Um, uh, but but no, Donna Donna was yeah Donna was just you know a friend, and she 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 was fun and she she screamed loudly and and she said she said oi to aliens a lot. Um, and and I really enjoyed her, so yeah. Nice. And I and I like the I like the Doctor Donna. I mm. uh... I did like Doctor Donna. I did like Doctor Donna as as much as I hate to admit it because I really didn't like Catherine Tate in the series. I did like Doctor Donna and that that series finale yeah, so of that, that was, that um, was... bringing all of those characters together. Uh, that was that was even better yeah, than Day of the Doctor. Was that was just that was just fan wank of the really, highest really order. Superb. Yeah, like clearly that was sort of like mm. them going right. Let's let's give the fans what they want. You know, this is what they want to see, sort of thing. And they, they were completely right as well. That was such a good story. Um. But see, if if I was going to go for, I, so I just wouldn't. I wouldn't go for Donna. <laughs> I wouldn't choose Donna. Um, I would go for someone much, much older. And I would say, I've got two. I've got two. I'd like to see Susan come back. I'd like to see his granddaughter come back. And but like for her, because I mean she's she's part time lord. She's his granddaughter. She's she's a time lord, so she could come back as anyone. Um, and it would be good to see how she's evolved, but also how she'd react to how the Doctor has evolved. Um, and I don't think she'd like him to is, start off with. I That's the best is, thing. I don't think she'd like him. She um, he, the Doctor basically, ab- she she falls in love with yeah with with an Earth boy from the future, and the Doctor abandons her because yeah, I know, yeah, she does yeah. settle down. Um, yeah. And she, yeah, I yeah. I know she does return a couple of times after that. There's uh, one of the comic book storylines. I don't know which Doctor it is, um, but the Doctor goes back to see her when she's a yeah. woman and says, 
basically to say, sorry, I never came back to see you. Um, so there is that. But yes, no, I think yeah. it would be very interesting to see yeah. Susan again. But I'd like to see her, but I'd also like to see the Valiant, um, um, which is, I don't know whether you know who the Valiant is. No, I don't think so. There were all these big rumours just before the 50th oh, yeah, anniversary that um, John Hurt was going to be the Valiant. And he kind of, sort of, but not really, was. Um, he was kind of sort of like, well, you know, like this is a step forwards towards that. And the Valiant is... Um, I can't remember which Doctor he's, he ends up against, but he's basically the evil Doctor from the future. Um, and it's a future version of the Doctor who's been driven mad and so he's he's evil now and so he, he's he's going back and, and being a bastard basically and he hasn't got a huge amount of story or anything like that but they established it is in the canon that eventually the doctor becomes evil um for for some reason now obviously i don't think we're ever going to see that but it would be nice to see if it was you know if it turned out to be some alternate timeline or something like that you know um, I'd like to see him back and, and played by someone, you know, <laughs> someone good. Yes. Alan Rickman. I can see that. He's not doing anything now. That would be interesting. Would or be Patrick Stewart. Actually, I know who I'd like Patrick okay. Stewart to play, but that leads me on to my, my, le- my last question. And my last question will be, the Doctor can go back in... in you know, or forwards to any time. What so if, if would was, you like to see him go back to? Go? Like, what is? Are you, asking, are you saying where, where, where would I, where would I say? Yeah, what, what? Not so much that. More, if you were to write an episode of Doctor Who, where would you take them? What would you have them do? Very good question and need some forethought. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you go on and tell me yours because you, well, you, you want me to tell you mine first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm going to write this. I'm even going to put it on fan fiction places and everything. I'm even going to try and sell it to Stephen Moffat because it's so good. It is really good. <laughs> but it goes off what I said about Patrick Stewart because it's been Patrick Stewart that I obviously want to play this character and, and uh they would go back to um sort of the, the the just after the second world war um to oxford and they would meet jrr tolkien and he would have um they wouldn't immediately know who he was and he'd have this um sort of ring and can you s- kind of see where this is going um he'd have this kind of ring and the doctor would be like what's that and J.R.R. Tolkien's like, oh, well, it, it, it's, uh, it's this thing. I put it on, I turn invisible. Uh, and I found it during the war. And it turns out that it's not a ring. It's actually a camouflage device, um, like camouflage coupling from a TARDIS yeah. that's sort of, you know, it's blown up in space and made its way to Earth. It's found its way to Earth. And J.R.R. Tolkien's found it, um, during the middle of the war in, in, in one of the trenches. And he's had it all this time. And, and so, you know, that, that's, that's how he, that's what inspired the Hobbit. And then this story is what would inspire Lord of the Rings. 
because the doctor would say, no, this is from a TARDIS. If this falls into the wrong hands, it could be catastrophic. And we have to, we have to destroy it. And so it, it's about them going on their way to destroy it. And I'd love Patrick Stewart to play J.R.R. Tolkien. I think that'd be so cool. Like just to, just, and, and then so the, the things that would end up coming after inevitably, you know, the, 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 the um, freak of the week would be uh, something that would look like a ring wraith, you know, and, that, and so that would give me his inspiration. Then, uh, you know, you, you bring into the idea of some form of um, sort of like eye of fire, which would or, or not so much just eye of fire, just like an eye um, to represent the eye of Sauron or something like that. But just bringing all these fantasy elements and, and put a little bit of sci-fi twist yeah. just so you can sort of see the strings, you know. Uh, I think, you know, they did a couple of things like that with... Um, uh, with the Charles Dickens one, they did um, uh, they did the the uh, the Christmas episode. There was a really good Christmas episode with um, oh, Dumbledore. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Mike Gambon. Yeah, where it was um, the uh, Christmas Carol. The future. I love that one. That's such a good Christmas. That's the best Christmas episode they've done, I think. Um, but I just love to see something like that. You know. Um, but I am like I am gonna have a crack at writing that one because I just thought you know that that'd be fun. I think <laughs> so. I think I think I've I've thought about mine a little bit more well, than I, you, you I might have thinking, in the in the last couple of minutes. Well, it's it's sort of me well, sort of re- writing ahead. Um, I'd like to see them go to Gallifrey in the pocket universe. Yeah. I I I want I'd I I'd like to see sort of yeah. Oh right, yeah. Go, okay back to get well the doctor sneak into Gallifrey basically to make sure that the Time Lord's intentions are pure if 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 he was to bring them back. Um okay, right. and, and then maybe having to hurriedly sneak out of Gallifrey yeah. and, and leave them okay. in the pocket universe for now. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not, or there's, or there's still something or other, they're not necessarily or, or, good yet. They're still planning war and things like that. So, yeah. <laughs> or the, or, you or, stay or here and think about what you've done somehow. And because, <laughs> yeah. of the, because of the master, they have to leave Gallifrey. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I like that. Because otherwise, yeah. he'd come and I don't know, break into Buckingham Palace, kill the Queen, and press the red yeah. button behind the cereals and blow up the world. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Naturally, that, that, obviously. That, that, that's that's quite what I'd quite like to see. I'll quite cool. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see another Doctor in that episode, though. Not necessarily like a, a recent Doctor either, though. Like, you know, like, or even just like an allusion to another Doctor being there at times, like, and and they've forgotten, you know, or something like that. Just like little ties. <laughs> but that, that's because I'm just thinking of the 50th, as you say, and just thinking Gallifrey. There's the Doctor. Oh my God. <laughs> so, but yeah. Okay. No, no, Any more questions it's, for it's good. We've, we've, for today? We've, we've rambled on about Doctor Who for okay. long enough, I think. Tackled Doctor. Yeah, yeah I think we'll, um, I'm sure, inevitably I'm sure it'll be another sure theme again. again in the future, especially after the yeah, especially after this season's um, final well, episode. Well, I expect well, that'll well, be our, the, our topic of the week for then. Nine years from now, the uh, the 60th anniversary special. Um, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll be watching it on our wrists via our nostrils. Yeah, inside our heads, beamed from mirrors, 
They're, made of children's tears. God, it's an apocalyptic future, but I'm looking forward to it. Oh, right. Okay, well, yeah, if you'd like to get in touch with us, um, our email address is, as ever, the tag podcast at googlemail.com. If you'd like to uh, look mm-hmm. at our website, it's uh, the tagpodcast.wordpress.com. And yeah, let us know what you think. Um, if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about, do uh, do let us know, and uh, and we'll consider it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a polite no. <laughs> Um, just one last thing. Um, you mentioned this last week, and I'm going to have to mention it again this week. Um, we've gone a whole week without mentioning anything. And so on that topic, um, just a just food for thought. Um, Robert Downey Jr.'s contract hasn't been well, renewed he, he, he has as of yet. Said he's not. There won't be an just Iron Man food for thought. or not with him. I believe. Uh, well, he he said that that. There's certainly no plans well, we'll, for an we'll Iron Man four. I don't. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Yeah. Oh, and actually, just just on the topic of contracts being um, renewed, there is a Guardians of the Galaxy actor whose contract is now being rewritten um, because it was so popular, and that is uh, Dave Bautista, um, who plays Drax. Um, and the rumours are that he's going to appear somehow so in uh, Avengers 3, which would be really cool. I was hoping there'd be an Avenger yeah. in Guardians 2. So, okay. Mm. Well, there might be. I, I think there, might, there may actually quite be possibly, a, a big green possibly, uh, also, Avenger you know, there's, in there's, Guardians 2. I still think that. There's a connection possibility of a... Of a um, of, of, of a hammer wielding hunk. Well, yeah, there is a, there's there's that connection as well. Yes, it would be nice um, to see the. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. And uh, Thor or an Asgardian turn <laughs> up and everyone rolling their eyes. Oh God, not an Asgardian. <laughs> Hello, noble mortals. Yeah. Hello, Asgardians. Yes, that would be cool. <laughs> we must each drink Thor. and be merry. Well. I'd like I'd like to see Ronan's yeah, hammer cool. go like, against Ronan's Thor's hammer. hammer. Been smashed. Just... <laughs> yeah, but it can be right. There is that his hammer's too. been smashed. Not to mention the fact that he was obliterated. Just if they wanted to bring him back, they could. It's like the Red Skull. If they want to bring the Red Skull back, they could. I think they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Enough yeah, rambling. Yeah. Thanks very much for okay. listening, well, and uh, we'll, we'll should be with you again hopefully <laughs> All right. next week. Yep. And our uh, next week's topic anime, will be... Da, 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 da. animation slash cartoons. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. Woot. Yeah, woot indeed. Yeah, if there's, any, if there's any anime in particular you'd like us to watch, do give us an email, um, and we'll consider... <laughs> I'm a bit polite now. <laughs> okay, bye bye, peace. <laughs>